I'm very excited uh, to dig deeper and deeper into the holy word of God and um, yeah, to be focused on what he uh, today wants to say to each of us. And the title of uh, our theme today is Forgive Because God Forgives You. And as, a, as an in introduction, I want to use like a live picture of Michael Francis. Who is Michael Francis? He was a big mafia boss. And he did a lot of stupid things which he shouldn't do. For example, he, did, um, uh, he stealed a lot of money. He shoot at people. Don't obey the law at all. Uh, uh, don't obey the law and the Lord at all. And for that, he went into the prison. And to make a huge story very short, he finally realized that God forgave him everything through Jesus Christ. And today our story is about forgiveness and how should it look like to forgive someone else. So if you have the opportunity, please open up your Bible, Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 till 35. I will read it from the Bible. Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy-seven times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owned him ten thousand talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But when that same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owned him a hundred denarii. And seizing him, he began to choke him, saying, pay what you own. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, have patience with me and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw that had taken place, they were greatly distressed and they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master uh, surmounted him and said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me and should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in danger, his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. So Peter is asking the question, Lord, how often do I have to forgive if my brother sin against me? As many as seven times. It sounds like, give me a specific number and then I will count until that number and I will forgive, but I will for sure count. And this number seven is much, much more compared to the religi uh, religious leaders at that time. For them, it was just three times. And then Jesus answered him and he gave him a specific number 77 times. But it's just a 
specific, uh, symbolic number to show it's not about a number, but it's about the willingness to forgive each and each single time by heart. So the key message is forgive everything by heart and don't count. And then we have the verses 23 till 35. Um, uh, they show us how the forgiveness in the kingdom of God is working. And for that, we have three different themes where we want to dive in more and more. The first one is from verse uh, 23 till 27. There's a king. And the king is always stands for God and is a servant for God's people. And those in the kingdom serve a great king. He began to settle, and this is where the problem of the servant started, because he owns a lot of money. He was brought to the king, and now it's payday for him. So someone, the payday is come, and it will come for sure. But he owned him 10,000 talents, which is a huge amount of, of money. It's a Google amount of money. It's like a one with 100 zeros behind it. So this was the servant's debt over here. It's like a, like a number you cannot imagine. If, if you would own Tesla, Apple, Microsoft together, it's like nothing compared to this huge amount of the debt of him. So just, have to, uh, just to have m uh, one more, um, like something to compare, King David donated 3,000 talents gold and 7,000 talents silver for the temple of God, and this guy owns 10,000 talents. And the talents was the highest known denomination of currency in the ancient Roman Empire, and 10,000 was the highest number which the Greek language had a particular word for. So it means maximum out of maximum, no, not more is possible at all. But this, but this servant was not able to pay everything back. So the king gave him a very huge punishment. Without any discussion or without any argument, because he knows I'm guilty, I'm guilty of all the money. And honestly, the punishment is a very hard one. Sell yourself, your wife, your children, and pen, pay everything back. During that time, it was very normal to have some slaves. The rich guys had a plenty of them, um, and they helped with everything, with, with all the household stuff and uh, yeah, stuff like that. And he has to do it with his lovely family, sell everybody so that you can at least pay something back. And his reaction cause of the huge punishment was he's falling on his knees and imploring to the, uh, to the king. But he knows that he is in big trouble at this point and he was on the point where he's ready to promise everything. Have patience with me and I will pay you everything. He's not asking for, for anything else but time for the payment. He is not able to do it at all because he would work more than his entire lifetime to pay everything back because it was a Google amount of money. But there, there is a great forgiveness of God. He is full of grace to the servant. He released him so, which means freedom for him, and he forgave him all the debt, so no debt anymore. The servant was in a situation which can never be worth at all, he was punished and he should, see all, uh, uh, should sell all of his family to at least pay something back, 
but the kingdom who is reigning over everything set him free and forgive him the Google amount of the debt. Do you know where we are in this story? Our situation is pretty much the same compared to, this, uh, to the situation of the servant. We are in maximum debt because of our sin, because of what we are doing, because of what we are already done or what we will do in the future. And God, God is a God who is holy, who knows everything by heart and knows everything about each of us. He knows our deepest th thought. He knows where we are going. He knows that we are sinners and still he loves us. The servant doesn't have a chance to rescue himself out of the situation. He, de he depends on the grace and on the mercy of the, of the God, of the king. The same situation is for us because we are lost without God. We are just waiting for our punish punishment without any hope at all. But the Holy Bible says there is hope because of Jesus Christ, because, because what he did on the Holy Cross for us. He died for every single sin of our entire life. Like right now we are here, we are in the present right now over here. We know the past, we know what exactly we did in the past, but we don't know the present till the future. We don't know exactly what we, what, what's going on there, what we will do and stuff like that. But who is God? Who, uh, God is a God who knows everything, who knows our past, our present and our future. And it's very important because what Jesus Christ did, Jesus Christ paid on the cross for every single sin of your entire life, of your past, of your present, and of your future. This is what happened on the cross for each of us. And honestly, I don't know you um, that good, and I don't know how you are doing with the relationship of God right now, but I know one very important thing. No guilt is too big for Jesus Christ. No, no guilt is too high for him. He covers it all and this stands through all and every time. If you are a Jesus follower, make yourself again very clear what God did for you in your life. That he truly forgive you really everything. Just pray a prayer this evening and thank God again for what he had done for you. That he rescues you from the safe punishment and that you can live by his grace and by his mercy. And if you sin the next time, confess it directly and for sure God will forgive you everything. And if you are not a Jesus follower, you are friendly invited by the Most High to come to him and to receive his forgiveness. Just ask later your youth group leader and, um, that you want to talk about the gospel and they will explain for sure everything and how exactly it will work. The second scene is about the forgiving, uh, forgiving servant and another servant who was at the same level with him. And direct after he was forgiven with everything, with, with the Google amount of money, he wanted to have his small amount back just the 100 denarii. The debt, uh, the debt would easily be affordable later for the other servant. At this point, he was um, very realistic because he was asking for more time. And the requests are in identical words from the servant. At this time, while hearing that with his, with his 
ear and with his heart. The sound of forgiveness should be in his heart and in his ears. But he has, uh, he has a very courageous, a very hard heart. I think um, somehow it's the same for us. We know God forgave us everything and then we have also a very courageous, a very hard heart. Probably we are thinking we are worth to be forgiven or that we uh, somehow deserve it because we are God, uh, good people. And we are very good people. We are think like that, but we are not at all. It's, it's just God's grace. So it's a horrible example of not forgiving. And honestly, it was also during my lifetime, during my short lifetime, that I struggled also like uh, with some with the forgiveness uh, to forgive somebody else, I felt like uh, the same. Oh, okay, the person is a very horrible one. I, I don't want to forgive, but um, because of the grace of God, I managed it and thank, thanks God for that. But coming back now to our story, the other servants were so sorry for, for him and said it to the king, which leads us directly, which leads us directly to the third scene. And the verses 32 till 34 is like the first scene with the king and the servant. And the king it makes it very clear, you, you are guilty. First um, 32, you wicked, wicked servant, I forgave you all the debt because you pleaded with me. And those who receive extraordinary grace should act in accordance with the grace they receive. And the king reminds him for his mercy. But the servant is to be taunted till he pays back all he owns, which he can never do. So it's an example for the followers of Jesus like Peter and all the other servants and not for the crowd. It's about forgive because God forgave us. Forgive others is the result of the forgiving from the holy God. He is so amazing, kind, and he's so lovely to us that we should do the same for all the others around us. And um, in, in, the holy, in the holy prayer, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 12, Jesus Christ prayed the prayer and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Forgiveness is very important in a sinful world where we are all sinners. First, we are all in need of to being forgiven, and second, we are sinning against each other. So forgive everybody, because God did the same for us. Amen. Amen.